Hello and welcome everyone to the first episode of The Gelman Report. I'm your host, Ellie Gelman, and in today's episode, we will be speaking about the return of the NBA. Let's get right into it. So, this past Thursday, lead NBA insider for ESPN, Adrian Wojnarowski, announced that the NBA would be having a vote to with the Board of Governors to see um, if the NBA would be coming back. Um, right away, they had that vote on on the next day on Friday, and the vote passed 22-4 and one against. So with that vote, it was official that the NBA would be coming back from its hiatus caused by the by COVID-19. Um, but the only problem with this, not really a problem, but the only issue, I guess you could say, with the with the continuation of the season is that it's not going to be exactly the way it was before. So in this episode, we're going to be speaking about um, what that means. We're going to be speaking about the logistics of the new um, of the new of the restart of this of the start of the season, and we're going and then I'm going to be giving um, my opinion on who I think is going to win it all and why. So this the new I keep saying new, but it's not really new. It's just the continuation of the NBA scene is going to start is going to have is going to take place in Orlando, Florida. In one area, they think it's going to be taken in, in Walt Disney World, um, so, so they can keep the, all the players and camera, everyone that's going in one area. So it's going to be taking place in Orlando, Florida, starting on July thirty first. And so now you'll think you're thinking that oh, all the teams will be going there, just like like the regular season, all, like the regular season is all the teams will be playing. But that is not true. Only twenty two teams will be um, being. In, are invited to Florida, um, and so the other eight are. Their season is officially over, and they will not be playing any more games. And so these twenty-two teams that are there, they when they get there, they will of course um, uh, be having training camp and practicing. But when the season officially starts on July thirty-first, they will play eight regular season games, I guess you could say, um, and those regular season games will determine each team's uh, seeding. Uh, for the for the playoffs, um, and so since not all the teams are there, um, it's not all the teams. Some teams have been left out, and so there's there's thirteen teams from the West that have been invited, and nine teams from the East. Um, and so I don't I don't want to say all the teams that were invited because that's way too many. But from the East, the Hornets, the Bulls, the Knicks, the Pistons, the Hawks, and the Cavaliers, the last. Uh, five teams, six teams, they have been eliminated and they're not invited to Orlando. And in the Western Conference, only two teams have been um, uh, eliminated, the Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors. So those teams, sorry if, those are, sorry if that's your favorite team, but those teams will not be competing in the continuation of the season. So as I said before, all, t- all the teams, all 22 teams will play eight regular season games and that will determine their seeding. Um, and so after that, after the regular season, the regular season, I guess you could say, has been completed, there will be um, an eight, eight seed versus nine seed of bracket slash tournament for each conference. So let me explain what this is. So let's say at the end of the eight games, um, Orlando, is the eight seed, Orlando Magic is the eight seed, and the Washington Wizard are the nine seed. 
So let's say Orlando, let's say Washington is less than four games behind the Magic. That means there will be a tournament between Orlando and Washington to see who gets the eight seed. And so the rules of this are that Orlando to secure their eight seed only has to beat the Washington once, while the Wizards at the nine seed, if they want to go up to the eight seed, they need to beat Orlando two times. So it's double elimination for the eight seed and single elimination for the nine seed. And that goes for each individual conference. So both, there'll be a bracket for the West and the East. And this bracket only happens if the nine seed is less than four games behind than the eight seed. So I really, th I think this is really in cool that the NBA does this. I think they should do this all the time. It's, first of all, it's more games for the, for the fans to watch, more games for the, um, for us to just enjoy. And I think that it's really cool that the NBA is doing something like this. Um, I just think, I, I think it's gonna be really fun. Um, so after that, after the eight versus nine tournament, then it'll go into the playoffs. Um, and so that's just going to be like the playoffs we would have if, if COVID-19 was not an issue. And so that would be, um, rat, there would be the, these rounds, best of seven, best of seven. Um, um, and so, yeah, just after, after, after the eight versus nine, um, brackets slash tournaments, everything basically goes back to normal. Um, and so... So yeah, and um, after yeah, so that's basically it. That's basically the explanation of everything new that's going on, um, and the new rules. Um, but we did um, yesterday on on Monday. We did actually get more dates concerning um, everything that's going on. So it it says here that the August sixteenth to seventeenth is the is supposed to be the eight versus nine tournament bracket. And then starting right after that on the 18th is the first round. So whoever wins that eight versus nine tournament, they're gonna have to play a bunch of games in a row. And so I, that's definitely gonna have an effect on how those teams play. Um, and then after the first round on the 18th, there is the second round on September 1st. And then following that on the 15th of September is the conference finals. And then finally, after that, on September 30th, that is the final finals um, game one. Um, so yeah, those are the dates concerning for the, the, the playoffs and the tournament. Um, and so now that we've gone over everything um, about the new rules, about what's going on, I'm now gonna speak about who I think is gonna win the whole thing and give some reasoning. I'm also gonna first speak about the eight versus nine bracket for each specific um, conference. So first we're gonna start with the Eastern Conference, who I think is gonna be the eight and the nine seed. So right now, um, in the the seven, eight, and nine seed, it goes seven for Brook is Brooklyn, eight Orlando, and nine is Washington. Um, I'm not speaking about anyone above because I don't think those teams are gonna fall down. I, like Orlando, um, Philadelphia's in number six, and I don't think they're gonna fall down to anything below that. I think they're actually gonna go up higher than the six seed, but that's besides the point. Um, so I think right now the Eastern Conference is going to stay the same. 
Um, I think that nothing, nothing's going to really happen. I think at the end of the eight games, I think Orlando will still be at eight and Washington will still be at nine. And I think that in the tournament, um, if I think there will be a tournament, I think Washington will uh, be more than, uh, excuse me, they will be less than four games behind. So there, I think there will, there will be a tournament and I think that Orlando is going to win. I think they're going to win the first game. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think Washington's gonna even win a game, but even if Washington does win one game, I think Orlando will be the eight seed in the playoffs. Um, and yeah, so that's quick for the Eastern Conference. I, the Eastern Conference is much weaker than the West, um, so I don't think anything's really gonna change, especially with two weak teams, or three weak. Yeah, two weak teams like the Magic and the Wizards. Nothing. Nothing's gonna really shake up so much. Um, that's just what I think. Um, now we're going to the Western Conference, where I think things are going to get definitely more, more exciting. Um, so right now, um, it's seven is the Mavericks, eight is Memphis, nine is, uh, well not, well not, yeah, nine is the Trailblazers, and then New Orleans, the Kings, the Spurs, and the Suns. So um, I don't think the Mavericks are going to go down any lower. I think they're going to stay where they are at seven, or they're going to be around that area. I don't think they're going to be in the eight or nine seed. And right now, I do think Memphis will stay at eight. Um, at least that's I, I want them to stay at eight. But I do, And then I want, I think Orlando, no, excuse me, I think that New or the New Orleans Pelicans, they are going to jump up to nine. They're going to overtake Portland. They're going to, in the eight games, they're going to have better play than Portland. And so then I think it will be a Memphis Grizzlies versus New Orleans Pelicans 8-9 tournament. And so I think this for a few reasons. Um, one, for the Pelicans, um, their best, not their best player, but their rising uh, star Zion Williamson. He's had a lot of time to rest, um, get his body back in shape um, from in, during his first season. And so I think that's going to be able to push them over the over the um, over the top, but the, another reason is that there has been a rumor going around that the NBA is going to um, is going to make sure that Zion is in the playoffs. So what it means by this is Zion is a player; he attracts a lot of attention, and he's flashy with his dunks, and just he is he's a, it's a big name, um, and so if he's in the playoffs, more people will watch, and the NBA will. Uh, make more money and so they know that um and they're going they so they and they and because of that they want him in the playoffs so i think they're going to i don't think they're gonna cheat um like the the trailblazers out of the playoffs but i just think that they're gonna the nba is gonna do whatever they can to make sure zion's in the playoffs and so i think that new orleans will be the nine seed and they will beat the grizzlies um, for the eight seed, um, and so yeah, and then I, I another reason why is that let's supposedly if the Pelicans are the eight seed and the Lakers, which they were when the season ended, they, when they were the first seed, that's a Zion versus LeBron James matchup, which is a one hundred percent that is a dream matchup. That is the exact thing that the NBA wants right now. The NBA now, of course, they're coming back. People are hyped, but. People, 
like the people need something really, really exciting, exciting for them to get back in the NBA. And a Zion LeBron James matchup, at, at least four games, that is going to be the exact thing the NBA needs. And so I think that is another reason why um, the Pelicans are going to be the eighth seed. So now that we're done with speaking about the eight and nine bracket, let's go into the NBA finals. I was thinking about I could go over each individual, um, each individual playoff matchup, but that would take too long. And to maybe we could do that a different time. I could go over each into each each playoff series, but we're not gonna. I don't. We're not gonna do that now. Right now, we're just gonna go into the finals. So I think that from the Western Conference, um, the champ. The I think who wins the Western Conference is obviously for me at least. The Lakers, I don't think anyone in the West can beat the Lakers. Um, the only team I can maybe thinking about, of course, is the Clippers, but I think that it's, I think the Lakers have a better team. Um, and I'm going to go over, over why I think the Lakers have a better team and, and points like that. But I just, think, I just think no one can beat the Lakers, especially in the playoffs. And for the West, for the Eastern Conference, I think the champion See, th this is harder um, for me than the than the West. It's the th it's a little bit funny because in the East, the lower teams, it's not so competitive, um, but the higher teams is very competitive. Like with the set, like the top three, the Celtics, Raptors, and Bucks are very similar to me in their um, in their ranking of, of a team, like how how well they play. Um, but in the Western Conference, the lower teams, I think are very similar and it's like um they're very similar while the higher teams i don't think at all are cl any close to each other like the lakers are the highest and then it goes way down with the clippers and the nuggets and the jazz and thunder and so that's why i think it's harder to choose a champion for the eastern conference um of course you go with the bucks led by Giannis. um he will probably be the mvp of back-to-back but then you have the Raptors who they lost Kawhi, but then they're right back in the second seed playing really, really well with Lowry and, um, and Siakam. And then you have the Celtics who they don't have such a, they don't have such a big, big star. Of course they have Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, but they just have a really good team of, um, well put, well put together players. Uh, they all played well together, but I think that, um, I think the, the Bucks will. Mm, I don't know. It's either the Bucks or the Raptors. I think either either the Buck Bucks or the Raptors will uh, make it out of the East. Um, and I would say eat, whichever team that makes it out of the East, I think that the Lakers will beat them in the finals. Um, if if it's the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, or maybe even if the Heat, the Heat are an underdog that could maybe um, be uh, beneficiate beneficiates from this uh, hiatus. Um, but I think that, um, whoever, um, wins the East, they will lose to the Lakers. Um, and so then I'm going to go, now we're going to speak about why I think the Lakers are going to, um, are going to win the NBA championship. That, just that simple, why they're going to. So I have three key reasons for why the Lakers are going to win this year's, uh, NBA championship. So the first reason is depth. Um, I'm looking at the Lakers uh, roster right now, and their depth 
is arguably uh, the best in the NBA. Uh, what I mean by depth is their their roster um, has many players that. I, okay, let me explain something. Scratch that. Let me start over. In the NBA, come playoff time, you need other players to step up. This time during in the modern NBA, of course, you need to have a star that can. Um, hit clutch shots and le be a leader on the team, but you need other players to step up. You can't just have one player um, run the whole team. I think it's way different um, now than it was before. I think more now it's more. Of course, it's still a star that. Of course, it's still the star that leads the team. But I think a team in modern NBA is even more important than it was before. So what I mean by depth is that you need to have players that can do everything. And that can that can play in the playoffs. You need your roster can't just be seven members. It needs to be um, eight or nine or ten. You want to have a ten man rotation. I think the Lakers might they might not have a ten man rotation, but they definitely have players that can that can come off the bench and play. Um, they have KCP, Dwight Howard, Danny. Well, they have Danny Green, Javale. Alex Caruso, Kyle Kuzma, Avery, Avery Bradley, Rondo. Um, then they have Markeith Morris, Queen, Quinn Cook, uh, Jared Dudley. Those, oh, and they just said they did sign Deion Waiters right before the cancellation of the NBA. Those last four um, might not be playing, but they're still um, good to have just in case. Like Markeith Morris could play. He's a great defensive player. Uh, Deion can, of course, get a bucket whenever he wants to. But um, the ones that I listed before, like KCP, Dwight, JaVale, and all those players, the, the key ones that you know about, those are the ones that are going to, um, those are the ones that are going to really be important for the Lakers championship run. And so I was, when I was going over and doing this research on the, on, on the Lakers roster and stuff, I was thinking about last year's Toronto Raptors roster. And I remember watching and I was saying, of course they had their big three of Lowry, um, Lowry, Kawhi, and Siakam. And of course those those players, um, not carried them, but those carries, those players led them to, to, to the finals win. But then I, you also think about and uh, remember moments of when the, um, the, the bench players and the players that are part of the depth are part of the depth. They're the ones that also have big moments, like Fred Van Vliet, averaged twenty points in the finals off the bench. Norman Powell, a great defensive player off the bench. You had um, Sergi Baca, Marcus Saul, OG Ananobi. All those great. Well, OG Ananobi didn't play. Excuse me, but um, all those great bench players that helped the Raptors get to where they they are now as reigning champs. You. It just shows you how important it is to have depth and good bench players that you can trust on your team. And so that's the first reason uh, why I think the Lakers are going to win this championship. The second reason is that um, experience, <laughs> excuse me, experience slash veterans. So when you look, again, when you look at the Lakers roster, they have multiple um, players with over 10 years of experience. Um, and of course experience, of course um, experience is something important, but what I also mean by experience is playoff experience. They have Rajon Rondo, um, LeBron James, Dwight Howard, 
Danny Green. Those are four play. I've just named four players on the Lakers that have all been to an NBA Finals. Three of them who have won an NBA Finals. Dwight Howard, the only one on the team that has not won, that has been to a final and has not won. And so I think, again, this in the playoffs, it is extremely, extremely important to have players who, you, who have experience not only just playing in the regular season, which of course is important, but we're in the playoffs now. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. You need, to have, you need to have playoff experience and, ex, 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 excuse me, especially finals experience. Um, and I think that between all the other teams, the Lakers have the most of that. Um, I can see a counter argument that people can make for the Clippers that they have a lot of experience and they have a lot of depth. But when I think about the roster, I don't think about um, I don't think about I don't think about the how I don't think about the experience that they have. Um, like I understand I understand they have Kawhi and they have Paul George, but um, they I don't think they have. I don't think they have the playoff experience that the Lakers that the Lakers have, and I understand that they might have depth, but they have a lot of players that um, have never played in the playoffs before, um, and I think that is why that is going to um, hold them back uh, this year from winning um, an NBA championship. So again, experience and the veterans that the Lakers have, the playoff experience, especially the Finals experience, is something that is going to help the Lakers win the NBA championship. And for the last reason, you might have already guessed it, it is LeBron James. The Lakers have LeBron James. Um, so, that, yeah, that's basically, well, that's it. Well, let, let me explain, actually. Um, the Everyone knows that LeBron James, when he gets into the playoffs, um, is a different type of animal. He's a different player. He plays at such a higher, um, uh, he plays such a higher level than he does during the regular season, and um, and he has all of the um, attributes that you need come into playoff time. Um, one experience, like I spoke about before, he's been to eight finals. Um, he's won three. He knows how to win. Um, and he has experience in the league. He's played six. This is his 16th year in the league. He just has the experience. Another reason, the durability. There's been only one time in James's career when he's been injured and missed a large amount of games. Last season, he was growing. He missed around 15, 20 to 25 games. Not exactly sure. Um, and then this year... Missed a few games for uh, so load management, nothing, re nothing really serious at all. And so in the playoffs, you need to be prepared to play um, 35 minutes a game, 38 minutes a game, depending on the game you're in. And LeBron James, um, is he's done that. He's been doing that his entire career without consequence. And I think um, that is something that's going to help him. Like Kawhi Leonard. Of course, he played great in the finals, but there have been times when he just had to be out of the game. He couldn't play those, let's say, he couldn't play um, those four, he couldn't play 38 minutes, 35 minutes. Sometimes he just, he just had to get out of the game. And that sometimes, that well, no, that's some, not sometimes. That would slow down the Raptors' scoring, defense, everything. But with LeBron, 
Of course, he has to come out of the game sometimes, but he has the durability where he doesn't have to. And when the team needs him, he's able to be there because of the way his body is and the way that he's experienced um, these long playing um, these long games, uh, playing these large amounts of minutes. Um, and the next, the last reason I have for why LeBron's great and great for players is just he's a great player. He does everything, scoring, passing, rebounding, defense. Um, and again, you need players like that in the playoffs. You can't just be, can't just have players that can't play defense in the playoffs. Um, that's why in, in the NBA you see during the regular season, um, teams, will have, um, teams will have nine men rosters. And then in the, regular, in the playoffs, they'll cut it down to seven because those last two players, they either can't play offense or... They can't play defense. They you have to be able to do not not everything. You have to be able to do both defense and offense at a at a respectable level. And of course, LeBron James doesn't just do it at a respectable level. He does it at the highest level possible, as he is the best player in the league. Um, and so yeah, um, so let's just go, go over again the three reasons I have for the Lakers winning the championship: their depth, of uh, the depth they have, the many players they have that can come in the game and make a big difference the experience they have um just not just playoff but finals experience um and the next reason i have is lebron um lebron makes every single team he is on bet he is on better and because of that um that's going to push the lakers um over the top and be able to win the championship um and so yeah um now that we're done with that, I think we're going to end the episode here. Um, uh, this is the first episode of the Gallman Report. Thank you for listening. 